Minefields, issue number, what did we say it was? 99 and 7 eighths. In a 3, a 2, and a 1. Minefielders, you got what I need. And you say he's just a friend. Aww, and you say he's just a friend. God, Bismarck Key, the guy that taught us it is not okay to get friend zoned. <laughs> An important lesson in life. That is true. That is true. I've been friend zoned twice in my life. Once in high school, and I said never again. And then once in my adult life. But that wasn't my fault. And he said never again. Again. Okay. Never again. Again. Guys, welcome to Minefields. Joshua Michael here. We've got our resident badass, Mr. Tony Morales. What's going on, brother? Mahalo. And a mahalo to you. And a mahalo mojitos. Or bumblebee tuna. Ooh. Do you have a good can of tuna? Your balls are showing. It's not helping your cause. <laughs> not helping the cause. Ah, uh, and someone doesn't remember Ace Ventura Pet Detective Part 2 when Nature Calls. I never saw Ace Ventura Pet Detective Part 2, Nature Calls. Did you at least see part one? Of course I saw part one. How did you not see part two? I didn't care. Oh, God damn it! All right, I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole. Good to see you, man. That's like saying you saw the mask one. Did you see the mask two? The fuck's on the mask two? Not me. It literally killed Nightcrawler for, like, decades. Yeah, they killed Nightcrawler for, like, decades. Uh, God, what was his name? What's that actor's name? He's one of my favorites. Also not helping my cause. Um, no. I love this guy. What the fuck's his name again? Not Robin Lord Taylor. He's pretty close. He's, no. He was in Romeo and Michelle. Goddamn, also not helping my cause. Anyway. <laughs> Why am I spaced on this motherfucker's name? He was in Party of Five. Oh, goddamn, also not helping the cause. No. Reference. No. The cause is dead. It's dead. It's a dead cause. It's over. It's done. God, I can't believe I wanted to say Robin Lord Taylor because the guy looks like the younger, like, better version of him. Oh, uh, what is his name, B2? Remember he left freaking... He, he decided to freaking... X3 was, was not nearly as lucrative as The Mask 2. And X3 was not good. <laughs> Last Stand was not, not a great movie. I actually made my wife watch it when she was just my girlfriend because freaking we went to Comic-Con. And I, did, I was like, you had to see this. There are two reasons why this movie is good. Mm-hmm. It's freaking um, Frasier as freaking Beast. Oh, it was one of the best parts. That, that was the best part. And I can't remember what the second part was. There was one other... Oh, the I'm the juggernaut, bitch. That was the worst That one line. Movie. That one line was amazing. That, Screw <laughs> you. You were wrong. That was... And then there was the rest of the movie, which was not even hot garbage it was like cold left out in the rain for like a month and a half 
and you tripped running out to the school bus, and you fell into the garbage garbage. And you stepped in a dog turd. Everyone saw it and remembered you're the guy that stepped in dog shit on the way to the bus stop for the rest of middle school. Yep. That was yeah. That's pretty goddamn close. Also, the the, the detective from Saw playing. Uh, God, he was wasn't he supposed to be one of those guys was supposed to be Kid Omega. No. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. One of those guys is supposed no. to be Kid Omega. I swear to God. Now, now that other gentleman's name was Alan Cumming, also not helping cause. It was Alan Cumming. Oh yeah. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Sometimes it writes itself. Writes itself. I swear to God, one of these assholes is supposed to be fucking uh, Kid Omega. Or maybe it was that chick. Uh, maybe. All right, keep talking while I'm looking. Let's see. There's Pyro. What do you think about Pyro's uh, face tattoo? He's got a face tattoo now. Yeah, in the in uh, Marauders. Marauders. He's got an actual skull, all black skull on his face. Oh, that's a poor life decision. Terrible poor life decision. I swear to God. Get the legacy virus again. He'll die again. He'll come back with no freaking tattoo. That was like the whole thing of X Force with freaking Kid Omega. Is like every time he dies, he makes it a point to come back with like one thing a little bit better than what it was. His teeth were a little bit whiter. He was a little bit taller. Yeah. His freaking hair was a little bit pinker, whatever it would be. Like, there's always one thing about him that we would make a little bit better after every time he died. And someone needs to come up to it to freaking Pyro and be like, dude, dude, face tattoos? No. X2. I'm thinking X2 had Kid Omega. X-Men United. Or, X, no, he was, freaking Kid Omega wasn't a thing until, what, 2005, 2006. X, X2 was definitely out well before that. The first one was out in, like, 99. Someone had an Omega. Someone had an Omega tattoo. I swear to God, they were supposed to be Kid Omega. And yeah, they, they, maybe. I mean, you know, the Omega sign is kind of a little bit of everything. So I mean, they had an entire comic called X Men Omega. I'm, I'm almost. I'm close. I'm, I'm going through IMDb as fast as goddamn possible. Where's that Asian? And yet here we are. Ken Leung. Ken Leung. Wasn't he the Spike guy? Yeah, the Spike guy. But he wasn't freaking... He was a kid Omega. Omega doesn't have spikes. He's a freaking Omega-level freaking telepath telekinetic. When did that movie... X-Men Last Stand. X-Men Last Stand. Kid Omega. That might have been some BS freaking they put on there just to have a name for the character. He was not Kid Omega. He's credited as Kid Kid Omega, X Men Last Stand. Doesn't mean doesn't does make him Kid Omega. Doesn't make him he's not quitting queer quitting choir. Not helping your cause. God damn it. Now we got a gimmick about me being totally queer. That's alright. I've been living yeah, with you that. Do you, man. I've been freaking... I've, I've been living with that my whole life. It's one of those things I really dig. It's like I remember getting called a fag a million times in high school and I was like it never bothered me because I got way more chicks than everyone else. It just didn't matter. Like, yeah, keep talking, buddy. I don't care. Don't mm-hmm. care. Plus, I had a way, way better CD collection. No one, no one could outmatch my CD collection. I had that, the 200, the 200, like, faux leather case that was in my backpack all the goddamn time. Yeah. Compete with that. Nah, I didn't care. Between high school was high school. I just wanted out. Just wanted out. Just wanted out. 
But we digress. <laughs> we're gonna we, we can't get off the rails because if you let me get off the rails, we'll end up like uh, we did the first hour with uh, Mr. Logan Austin, which I we we trimmed that one a little bit down. <laughs> You'll be happy with the final cut. I've never been done a cut on anything we've ever done before. I was like, yeah, that that can go. <laughs> that part, that part, that part. It's gonna look like freaking a haircut in the '80s from Bruce Bar Beefcake. Oh shit! Well, I do agree with you. He was not Kid Omega, but the credits do say Kid Omega. He had the yeah, and the credits are wrong. We need to do the God, like we. I, I've designed two shirts for New Era. You did, and we. I need to do one for us. I mean, we got to do the Minefield is Right shirt. Nice. I'm down. Make that shit into a sticker. Put it on our cars so all our ex-girlfriends can know that's our car to key. No, it's a horrible idea. <laughs> you ever had your car key before? It sucks. No, I had my. I, I freaking walked out of a job one time to four flat tires. Ooh. Lord knows who that could have been. Who knows? The <laughs> the mystery continues. <laughs> to this very day, the mystery <laughs> continues. Yeah, we got a we've got a big week this week, and despite the fact that we haven't really done too much already, we're, we've got we're releasing uh, any wrestling report Logan Austin. We're doing this guy, Gorilla Warfare number two. We're heading to Lubbock. I'm releasing a shitload of photos I did from the RC uh, RCP show. Uh, not the RCP. RCW. Show, the RCW show. Sorry, it's my first time being there. Um, yeah, we did some shirts. We did some promos. How come you haven't posted that promo I gave you? I recorded it, put it in widescreen and everything. Amazing. I've been home. Dude, I've worked 24 hours in the last freaking 48 hours. Yeah, but we still read some kick ass comics. Legitimately, it's ridiculous. I'm tired. We need to be done being vaccinated already. Ah. Uh. I made the mistake of watching the news last night, man. Like it, it's so, it's just night and day, man. Like it's it's pretty much unwatchable now. It's like here, here's all the reasons why you should be scared and sad, and I'm just I'm I'm done with it, man. Like tired of living in fear. That's one of the yeah, no, that's that's one of my favorite things I uh, I learned from Sam, uh, Mr. Animal Sam was uh, when we started doing the uh, CSW shows. Um, mm-hmm. I was still all paranoid wearing the mask, and he was just like, listen, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just, I, I'm not going to live in fear. I refuse to live in fear. If I get sick, I get sick. I'm not I'm not buying the shit that's going on. And obviously, he wasn't saying the virus didn't exist. He was just, he just wasn't buying. And, um, I don't know, I really liked that his, he, he wasn't saying be a dumbass. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. uh... You remember watching those videos of people like in early March licking toilet seats and subway seats and shit and getting deathly ill? Uh, yeah. Yeah, those people are stupid. Yeah, no, he was just he be cautious, don't be a dumbass. And it was watching the news last night really did that to me, man. And like I immediately just straight to the room, chilled out, poured myself a uh, nice little shotski of uh, some vodka, and. Uh, just read some fucking good comics, man, and just realize there's good stories out there. It's it's one oh, of the, yeah. it's one of the best things about wrestling. It's one of the best things about comic books or just reading in general. Putting the mind effort into it is just finding a good story, whether it's your favorite story or just like, hey, this is interesting, just for a little bit, and 
Uh, we got some good ones this week, man. Like, uh, let's just get into it. We've got... None of these comics piss me off. Every single one of these are awesome. Nightwing 82... I, I, I say we save that one for last. Okay. Um, uh, Flash number 772, Blue and Gold number 1, Justice League number 64 and 65. Uh, I'm going to get caught up with y'all with uh, Alien, uh, the Marvel, uh, issues 3 through 4, and the other Aliens Aftermath number 1. Actually, I think, you, you mind if I start with Aliens? Sure, why not? Now, one of the things that really scared me about Marvel picking up Aliens was the fact that it was a in my opinion, a stolen property from Dark Horse. And okay. and I already had a really bad taste in my mouth from when when everyone was like, oh my god, it's, what was it, 2013 or 2014 when, when Disney bought Lucasfilm? And, mm-hmm. oh my god, she's a real Disney princess now. This is, it's going to be better before. George Lucas is in control anymore. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Not... I wasn't really worried about the movies. I mean, I was psyched that, you know, we might have a chance for a new, like, you know, the third trilogy. But I was more worried about the comic books. Because Dark Horse recognized all of the serial novelizations as canon and worked that into the actual comic books that they'd been putting out for years there were yeah. so many like meat and potatoes, like not like not even meat and potatoes, but like imagine going to a buffet and it's all like perfectly cooked, uh, you know, filet mignon, like exactly the way you wanted the 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 surf and turf on the side. You look over there, like I wish I wish they had these the uh, uh, gratin potatoes, and all of a sudden look over, there, oh there they there, like I just made it happen with my mind. Like that's how good Aliens and and Star and Star Wars was in in Dark Horse. So yeah. after the bad taste in my mouth of um, the new Star Wars Marvel comics aren't bad, but they aren't they don't have the heart, and you know that's a key element that we really focus on of, yeah. of what uh, a good story should be. Yeah, and I got scared. Wasn't disappointed from the first two episode issues, but then I get caught up on three and four. Uh, thank you very much, by the way, Muse, for always making sure my Aliens comics. Uh, they they also know that I I prefer the. Um, I'm not a variant guy, but if there is a blank cover, like a sketch cover, that's a nice Bristol board. Like they know, get that like put that one there. Like that's that's the one he wants, and um, they make sure I got that. And issues one and two were good, but then I realized that it became like. It's it's one of those reverse stories. It's okay. So Ripley's going into space in the movies because she wants to stop something. Our main character here is basically someone that's been working for Wayland Tani, and he's one of the biggest sellouts. He has been forced to retire. His son is part of the resistance that broke into an orbiting um, space station outside of Earth, which is the closest. Uh, in my memory, that a xenomorph has truly gotten to Earth. Oh, okay. And they're there to destroy everything, and lo and behold, they get trapped, and hey, Sergeant, whatever, it's one of those things I can't... I just haven't bothered to memorize his name, because it just hasn't been that memorable. And... By the way, your son's the one that caused that shit up there. We're going to kill you, and we're going to ruin your lives unless you go, and uh, you can go up there and either save him, but make sure you bring back the specimen. And if you don't, we're going to kill you all anyway. So he goes up there, and it's just a big... It, it was just so formulaic, man. Like, I was really excited, and, and I realized... 
that if you broke down the alien movies, you show up or you're marooned, you find the aliens uh, or, or vestiges or some like uh, open eggs or some a couple mm-hmm. of dead people. You don't find any like dead aliens. And then you get scared because the power's not turning on right. And then, oh, here's an alien. Um, we're we're screwed. Ah, formulaic. Ah, it kind of pissed me off. It, like it was such a, like it, it 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 didn't. It wasn't a bad taste in my mouth. It reactivated bad tastes in my mouth. Like 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 this is like bad taste gone past. Yeah, from days of future past. Yes, exactly. I mean, the covers are... Um, the artwork is gorgeous in this. There's... I have no... Like, the artwork in this is not talking heads. It's not a bunch of, like, crazy, don't know where to look. The Hulk's beating someone up for eight pages. They put a lot of detail on this. It's just... It doesn't have the heart. I'm not saying it's bad. I hope people like it. It's just... I'm not... And I do have to say, I'm not the world's biggest alien fan. I, I, I don't have any alien action figures. Like, uh, I just really enjoy it. Like, uh, the, the most I could say I've really invested is I've got everything on Blu-ray. Nice. I've got every single goddamn one on Blu-ray. Because when I watch that, I want to watch that fucking pristine. Like, yeah. like if uh, uh, a couple months ago it was on TV when my sister was over and uh, the fam was all together... And we started watching too. I'm like, no, fuck this. I have it on Blu-ray. Take this off. I am not watching this with a grain of salt. Absolutely not. Um, but Alien after Aliens Aftermath. Uh, Benjamin Percy, Dave Watcher, Chris Sotomayor, number one. This is basically Aliens Part 2.5. It's Ripley's not there. We are back at. I can never remember it because I'm terrible. The we're we're headed back to LV426, the the planet where the the religious extremists tried to set shit up, where Newt's family, you know, all met their fate, and that's where everything where we left, you know, take off from orbit, Newt the whole goddamn planet. We're coming back mm-hmm. here. We have a renegade soldier that is destroying a uh, Whaling Yatani uh, like space station. They're blasting off. They have him and his two uh, friend, not really friends, like a, a comrade at arms, but they obviously have hooked up and they don't like each other anymore. She doesn't like him anymore. And then, Associates. yeah, and we've got the fat guy in the Hawaiian shirt that's like making the content. He's videotaping everything. Like they're they're putting everything basically on their blog. And Enrique Iglesias. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And they, they, everything that they have heard of, uh, of LV-426 has been erased from memory. Like, like uh, any records has been destroyed, um, except his mom was uh, Rodriguez. No, not his mom, his, his aunt. The, and uh, he, it's, he's avenging her. They find it. They show up. It's one of those things where monsters in the dark. And I'm, it, it took the bad taste out of my mouth. <laughs> it's it's the, uh, it, there there's some there's some heart to this story here, and artwork isn't as good as the alien story that I was just previously talking about. But I'm really enjoying the fact about just getting to revisit this planet because there was so much mystery to it, and we only really saw like what maybe 200 yards of it. Yeah. There's no bishop. There's no 
there's no uh, synthetic. We do see alien bodies. We see a lot more than what anyone else has gotten before they get there. They get there and they see records that they there's there's a problem here. Uh, oh, the one thing that did was the mystery from the alien comic book that I was just previously talking about. They talk about the the head Omega alien, and she rather than have that that like formless face that's just smooth, it was a it was like a goddess's face at the end of it. They just gave a quick little flash of it. So that's well, okay. that's uh, that's what I'm hoping for if they can dig deep into that something like to add extra to the lore. But that's my catch up on this. Um, We've got a invisible ice alien. Like that's we get a new alien. Like we did you ever see Alien Three? Remember like the mm-hmm. aliens got into the dogs and you know the hybrids of that. I really love that part about the xenomorphs is like that whatever they uh, get impregnated into they they're hybrid of. That's what I love. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful about that sort of thing. Not but not so much too deep dive where you're trying. Did you ever watch Prometheus? Uh, no, I don't think I didn't. In order, Never to, heard of it. in order to watch Prometheus, you have to have two or three of the old school Dark Horse comic books in front of you to pause and reference with your laptop open to the Wikipedia page to Prometheus to pause it oh, wow. and to find out what just the fuck happened. It probably took three or four times to get through that movie with Wikipedia and actual the comics in front of me to figure out what the fuck just happened. Like, oh, jeez, okay. Yeah, it, it's it's exhausting, but it was beautiful. Yeah, plus it's Michael yeah. Fassbender. Nice. We got my, and uh, and uh, Guy Pierce, uh, one of my favorite actors from uh, LA Confidential, and um, uh, he was um, the guy that, that stole extremists in... Uh, Iron Man 3. Oh, okay. Guy's a great actor. That's what I got on that one, man. That's a... We love some guy Ferrari. Oh, dude. We gotta go to Flavortown. Are you gonna take us to Flavortown? Are you gonna get work <laughs> to some Flash? Or some, uh... Where are you going to this one, man? You're not helping your cause. Yeah, yeah. Not helping the cause. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, take, an, I'm gonna take an extra notch. On like a minefield shirt, that's just a big question mark. <laughs> nipples oh, yeah. No, save the nipples. Oh yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to get canceled. Yeah. Not wrong. By the way. Uh, oh God. Remember, Where is this going? No, no. This is actually good. Uh, remember, I told you I was gonna figure. I, I I busted out my old PSP. Okay. Guess what's loaded with all of. Slammiversary, All Elite Wrestling, Dark. It's all on this pretty little guy right here. So, this will be our entertainment on the way to Lubbock. Just prop this nice. up. Sweet. I assume that your Subaru has uh, one of those uh, connections to hook a headphone into, or do those not come with those? I'm sure it does. Are you sure it's a Subaru? It's not even a Subaru. I was gonna let you have it. Oh, you still a good lesbian joke when you hear one, brother. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> Give me some flash, uh-huh. man. All right. All right, we got flash seven seven two. First off, love the cover, freaking heat wave. Oh, freaking dude. With, uh, got the match in his mouth, saying burn. 
Freaking over the uh, the corpse of the burning corpse of one Wally West Flash. Masterful use of like if you if you actually look at this, uh, look how much is actually all white. Like yeah. that's that's how you use digital art. That's how you use color to your advantage. Look how much is all white and then solid yellows and very. There's not that much red, but but the colors all next together just pop. Yeah. No, this is a particularly good cover. Shoot, I enjoy it. So we start off with freaking Wally and Linda's kids running around the yard. And Wally, you know, they go inside and Wally's complaining about money because, you know, super heroics don't really pay the bills unless you're, you know, a Stark or a Wayne or perhaps a Luther, depending on the day. Yep. So Wally, being the man he is and the man of his house... Decides he's gonna go find him a job. Right after getting back from uh, the timelines that he had to, you know, fix to finally end his his multi time warped trip through our reality. I'm, so we see, we see. Before we get to before we get too too far in the story, I'm loving the fact that after all the time traveling. After all the crazy zany adventures, all the different types of art, we get a solid, what, like five pages? Maybe, like, no, I want to say like half of this issue was we get grounded in real life here. Like, he's got to get a job. He wants to support his family. He's not being a loser or I'll find it later. He flat out says, you know, like, I'm not going to be sitting around and doing jack shit. Like, like got to support you guys. we got to figure out. She's like, we don't have to do it today. No, I said today. I said today, and he, he gets at it, and I love that sort of gusto in, in the character, and I really hope that after, and it, well, I hope that people felt the same thing that I felt when I read this, and uh, forgive me, I didn't mean to take, take your thunder on this one, just to center yourself, we're back in the real world, we're, we're, we're in Coast City, right? I believe so, yes. No, wait, Coast City, yeah, maybe, go with that. Yeah, and... Yeah, he's looking for a job. Like, he's declined. Declined. Wrinkly shirt. Like, like... Central City. It's Central City. Central. Coast City was yeah. just... Coast, Coast City, City was destroyed. Lantern. Coast City was destroyed. Oh. Yep. Well, in one of the many comics I've read. But uh, I just wanted to note that. Like, we, we there's essential detail. Like, dinner table. She's drinking tea. He's in his regular clothes. You know, just chilling out. Like, but what did you feel about we've got the revelation of cancer? Yeah, we turned around, we got Heat Wave in the doctor's office, and apparently, you know, his, he's, he's got cancer and it's spread. You know, he's like, you know, the doctor's like, we'll do what we can, but it's best that you just kind of start coming to terms with what you're going to do with the rest of your life. You don't have much life left. You know, the doctors are like, you know, I recommend you get your affairs in order and and try to have some fun. And, you know, we got Mick Ray over here just kind of taking this all in, walks to his car, opens it up, and freaking in the trunk, there's his heat wave outfit. You know, he's, you know, he's kind of coming to terms with what's going on. We're not really sure where that's going to lead, but we know it's not going to lead anywhere good. You know, we see, and we turn around, we see Wally West, 
you know, hitting the mean streets of Central City, just as a flash, for, you know, looking for work as a mechanic. No one there, and then we see several times, you know, him just going to several different appointments, trying to get some jobs, and he doesn't know how to talk to people about getting work. You know, he talks about, you know, he doesn't know much about computers, and he doesn't know about his, you know, his, his resume being wrinkled, and he doesn't know about, you know, the, the gaps in his employment history. He's reconnecting with the real world. He probably knew about it, but he forgot. Like, oh, shit, I forgot about that. Oh, shit. Yeah, and then we get to the... This old... This old bitty. <laughs> Ain't happy. Yeah. Because he, he finally found, he found a job, and he found a job that was going to be, hey, could you start today? And next thing you know, he's a mechanic. You know, work on this, lady, this old lady's car. And freaking, you know... She's like, you know, how is this now? How am I still? I've been here for over an hour. Why isn't my car fixed yet? And he's just like, you know, hey, man, you know, sorry, man. Good work takes time. And she's not having any of it. She's talking about how she's going to put a strongly worded review out there. And how she's going to have his job on his first day. And she's talking to the man that's probably saved her life a dozen times over. Of course. You know, and then we turn around and we got this uh, this gentleman in this overly expensive car coming in. That would be a Porsche 911, sir. Yeah, maybe. Actually, no, hold on. A Porsche 9 and a half. It, it, looks, it looks Porsche 911, but I have not seen a Porsche 911 that has the goal wings. Mm-hmm. He's got the fold-up Euro door. That just speaks ballerness. Bowling. Oh. Turns out this man himself is Dr. Michael Holt, who, you know, classic fans will know as Mr. Terrific. Mr. Goddamn He's the third terrific. smartest man in all of D.C. You know, and he basically, he turns around and he talks about how he bought this, this job and he bought this building and he's going to turn around and he fires Wally West. But he's like, okay, I'm going to get you, I'll get you, I got you another job, don't worry. So we're saying, we, you know, is it the come with me and find out what's going on with this, you well, know? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't just I got you another job. I own this company, and you're fired because I have a better job for you. I don't accept handouts. This ain't a handout. I need you. There's, there's the cell. There's the cell right there. So already, because you expect someone to, like, Batman to give him a, a, you know, a million bucks or 100000 or maybe 50 k but Mr. Terrific does him even better. He gives him he gives him the tools. He gives him the tools and the reason. Mm-hmm. And, and he's not a charity case. That's 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 something that that Wally he's definitely proud. Yeah. How many proud men do you know would refuse not really a charity or handout, but a help in hand? But because they're that proud, he says no. But Mr. Terrific came in right under the radar. Yeah, put him in a position where he can't say no. Yeah, now we turn around, we see, uh, we have a brief interlude, we see some space, we see what appears to be a comet traveling at high velocity, and it turns out this is a sword of some kind heading towards, of course, it's heading towards Earth. Of course. But then we, uh, we turn around, you know, and it says, and with it, the fate of many worlds rest on whoever is unworthy enough to weld it. So it seems like an inverted version of a millionaire from Thor. In order to wield it, you must be a piece of shit. 
So let's probably head and right to Lobo. Oh, if only, man. <laughs> but yeah, no, we, uh, we see Wally West and my Dr. Michael Holt heading into Terrificek. You know, everybody's more than willing to, to see the boss man showing up to help out. Full dental. Yep. Guys, we got, we got full dental, we got full medical, everything's covered, blah, blah, blah. Kids type is free lunch. And who doesn't love a free lunch? Ooh, baby. Mm-mm. Yeah, so he, he's introducing, you know, one of the rest to his his, uh, his team. Talking about, you know, he, he's going to be an engineer for him. And, you know, Wally West is definitely uncomfortable. But, you know, everyone's going to put up with him for, you know, to impress, you know, Dr. Holt. And, he, you know, Dr. Holt tries to excuse himself, saying he's hungry and he can use a free lunch that he paid for for everybody. Correct. But, you know, whatevs. <laughs> you know, and while Wally stops him, it's like, hey, these guys are scientists. You know, I don't, I, I don't belong here. And, you know... Michael stops him. He's like, you know, you're a mechanic, you're a hero, you're a father. You know, you're, you're so many, you're so much more than just a flash. You absolutely you know? belong here. Yeah, you're a problem solver. You have mechanical expertise. You've traveled through time. You know, and he's like, and I trust you. You're, you're going to be, you're going to be fine, basically. And then he hands him a check, and he's like, hey, you know, here you go. And Wally just like, you've got to be kidding me. And he's like, well, that'll keep you in sneakers for at least a few years. Shit. So it sounds like there's a whole lot of zeros in that. You know, and then before they can continue this conversation, turns out there's a uh, fire downtown, and Wally tries to excuse himself, and Dr. Hall's like, you know, that's one thing about this uh, this job. You know, you can cut out whenever you need, because I can always assign you to a special assignment. And as he says that, Wally zooms off to the fire, and he's trying to get everybody out of there as quickly as he can. Turns out there's, as usual, there's one person left in there. And he goes to help you know, stop this burning hospital full of people. And then he gets booted from behind. And the guy behind him says, hey, Flash, long time no see. You know, wish we had time to chat, but your old pal Heatwave has stuff to do. And that's where the comic ends with... Wally possibly falling, looks like he's falling through the floor. And Heat Wave standing over him, triumphant. Hmm. I gotta, I'm gonna armchair book this one on this one in. First off, all you uh, wannabe wrestlers out there that want to know how to create a story, Morales and I slave over this shit. This is how you craft a story. First off, you get centered. You set the pace. We just went off an epic adventure. Crazy-ass adventure. Through time, space, multiverse, realities. Where did we end up? Real life. Dinner table, wife, we got shit to do. We all got shit to do. How many times have you picked up a comic book and realized that you should have been doing something else better, but you needed a little bit of an escape? We get that grounding. I'm here with Wally. I should get a better job. I should find something that... He didn't give a shit. Like, he was looking for mechanic jobs... Uh, he would have stopped at a wall at a, at a Walmart or McDonald's, not that there's anything wrong with those jobs, but he would have done it if they would have hired him. He got lucky. He's done the right things. His good karmic input, because Wally always does the right thing. 
he, he does fuck up, but he he always has the best intentions. Heart. Now, we've got story set up here. One of the best things about DC Comics right now that is absolutely outrunning Marvel a million to one is how it doesn't matter what comic book you're reading. If you can only get Flash, you're going to get some semblances of what's going on in different stories. What you're reading matters. There, I cannot think of anything in DC right now that doesn't matter to the main story, even for Future State or um, for anything else going on Batman. Everything's connected, whether if it's last week or, like, the, it, it all matters. We're setting up a kick-ass story here. We've got a wild card, a sword that only the biggest piece of shit can wield, and God help everyone on Earth. And it's going to be Lobo. Oh, I really hope so, man. <laughs> I really hope so. I mean, he's in prison right now. We got the the crush story going on. I, like, there's, I've got some ups and downs on that story, but then we get, we get the, you know, hey, fuck you. The place is on. I'm dying. Yeah, take everybody with me. I think that's not what he's gonna do. I don't. Yeah. I don't think. I, mean, I think that's the. I think that's the easy way out. Is he's met, you know. I'm, I'm dying, so I'm going to take people with me, blah, blah, blah. That's, I think he's got a point. I think there's going to be a point for what the reason he chose that particular hospital. Like, that's where he was when he found out. Oh, 100%. And, you know, harking back to Saw, yeah. <laughs> uh, the people that broke the news are going to suffer. But I, I think there's a greater story here. I think they're going to build this up to where you don't just cruise around with your your villain costume in your trunk. <laughs> like, like it wasn't in a secret compartment. It was just like perfectly laid out, <laughs> like um, obviously for visual effect. But I think there's going to be some heart to this story. I think, I think he's got. I think he's going to have a story to tell. And we're gonna. We we learned a lot about Flash and different flashes from the what past six seven issues. Something like that, yeah. And definitely at least last five to seven. The one thing about Flash is he never loses momentum. Have you, have you, like, I started reading Flash uh, right during, I want to say, Brightest Day. Okay. And I've never, he's never lost momentum. There's never been a shitty story. There have been, things that could have been better, that's fine. Yeah. I, I, I think that the story that our, our baddie here, Mr. Heatwave, has to tell is not going to be, I want to make everyone pay. I think I think we got some retribution coming here. I think we've got a mm-hmm. a, a, a true blue story here where, where it's going to delve more into this. And of course, we turn the page, and then we've got the mystery department of extra normal operations. Director Bones, like God damn, just keep fucking dangling a carrot in front of my face, right? Yeah, the whole DEO. Dum dum dum. But yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I don't feel like I feel like Heatwave just out for just trying to get a body count just it's the obvious story and I feel like they're gonna go deeper with that and I, I almost thought there's gonna be a redemption at some point I agree I, I absolutely agree and what better way to get redemption than to teach to teach your your arch nemesis not that heat wave is a anyway a, a, a even a b-lister but I uh, to teach him why you do it, or where you're going, or what you what you mean, and what's actually in your heart, and 
I think we're going to have a really good story here and a lot of suspense and a lot of uh, cliffhanger endings, and I want that, man, because that's the best part about Flash. It's one of the only comics that I don't get pissed off every time there's a cliffhanger ending. Of course there's going to be a cliffhanger ending. I'm not fast enough yeah. to keep up. No. Well, that's what I got on that one, man. Anything to, anything to tie the shoelaces on that one from you? No, it's... it's... It's the beginning of something new. You don't really, there's, you know, when you see Heat Wave nine times out of ten, you see him with the other rogues. So it's interesting to see a solo Heat Wave story. And I kind of wonder if that's going to play into it at some point, where there's a reason he's not with the rogues, or if he has something like if if maybe he tried to and they didn't want him back for some reason. Was I think that could definitely play into it. Was he Wave part of the siege on that museum in uh, Justice League Apocalypse War at the beginning? I don't remember off the top of my head. That's been a while. Yeah, you don't see too many solo Heat Wave stories. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can really bring to the table as a solo guy. See, that's another thing that I want to bring back to wrestling and just storytelling in general. You cannot ignore someone that you feel is a D-lister. You know, we, we said it before. It's a, a famous saying. There's no such thing as nobody in wrestling. There's no mm-hmm. there's no such thing as no one in comic books either. If, if Heat Wave can pull off a poignant story, hell yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, boy, uh, War of Jokes and Riddles made Kite Man into something. So Right? Uh, before we jump into anything uh, across uh, company, I want to get into blue and gold. Okay. Uh just real quick on this one, I'm not going to give any spoilers on this one. I just want to talk about the art of the story here. Is that we've got Booster Gold and Blue Beetle? Fuck yes! <laughs> like it's it. The, you have to take these two characters in in small doses. Last time I remember reading about uh, Booster Gold was when uh, Superman's dad was traveling through time and like there was he was helping him. Like it was it was it wasn't a grain of salt. It was like I'm here for a minute. I enjoyed you for then, and we can't have you around very long. Uh, we get the finality one of eight limited series, but not in that sense that it's limited series by number one because the super variant is going to be a million dollars in like ten years. Um, yeah. The the the, the, the best the, part the about best this part story about this was story. examining two characters that have to be used sparsely. Also, the fact that we are going back to some old school stuff. There's a lot of great poses in this, like uh, firefights in the sky heroic poses we've got people crying over graves we've got if you don't do this then the world's gonna end and okay like uh, usually i would if that happened in, in the flash i'd be like fuck this like don't yeah. don't patronize me but mm-hmm. the way the story read really fast yet it was a 15 20 minute read it it perfectly embodied the art of the one issue one and done it had hints of what's going to happen in issue two. Great. Okay. No problem. But it wasn't like, wait till what happens next week. No, it was. It started and it ended. It was funny. It was hilarious. There were some downtrodden parts. But it was cool. Du- two cool dudes that think they're better than they really are, doing the best they goddamn can, and lo and behold, they've got to save the whole goddamn Justice League, including Black Adam and Shazam that have all been captured. Um, oh, wow. Why not? Yeah, let's go for it. Why not? I mean, those kind of thugs, those kind of things, those kind of characters, you can get away with being a little more over the top. The, the other best part about this, this is a buddy cop comic book. 
It's Riggs and Murtaugh, man. Like, you can't argue with that. Like, but they're not Riggs and Murtaugh. They're Joe Pesci and his Murtaugh. <laughs> uh, have some fun. Have some fucking fun. This is this is a comic book that you sh- that, that I would... Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. Great. Perfect. That is absolutely perfect. Hell yeah. I'd high-five you right now. Um, Except that I hate that movie. <laughs> the other, did you really hate the other guys? Uh, I was not a fan. I thought it was dumb. Even when The Rock and Sam Jackson <laughs> aimed for the, the bushes. The movie for the first five minutes. <laughs> aimed for the bushes. After, after that, it is sparkly downhill. And I love Will Ferrell. See, now, now, now that movie had another classic trope of, 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 of storytelling is the car that gets continuously destroyed throughout the movie. More and more, like like Big Lebowski, they finally did it, man. They killed my fucking car. And this one, uh, like he had, the, there was a bunch of homeless guys having a soup kitchen, and, and then they was put on a train, and then eventually, yeah, like the the continual destruction of the car, it's amazing. But we've got we've got the Will Ferrell, and Mark Wahlberg of the DC universe having some fucking fun, and why the fuck not? And this this is a this is a book I wish I'd have read on I would have saved for a vacation, like. Like, if I was taking, like, a, a stack of comics to the beach, I'd read this in ten minutes, have a margarita, fall asleep, wake up two hours later, read another one. <laughs> That's what I got on that one, man. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't tell too much of the story. And then again, we ended at the very same thing. We're getting that perfect uh, Department of Extra Normal Operations, Director Bones. What have we got? Yeah, they're pushing the hell out of that, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Exactly. God, that was yeah. I, I I'm sorry, man. I just had so much fucking fun reading Blue and Gold. It was just so much. I'm about to pick that one up then. Shoot, I didn't I didn't grab that one. Yeah, that one. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Ed. It is comics, by the way. Uh, make sure to save the variant or the regular ass cover, and you can pick which one you want. And if you don't have to buy the other one, nah, I don't want this one. Okay, he, no harm, no foul. Over at yep. Ed's. No harm, no foul over at Ed's. But uh, what do we got left? Is that just Nightwing left? No, uh, we got Justice League. So we got to oh. do the last two issues of Justice League. All right, so I missed 64, but I read 65, and you forgot or missed 65. And I got, yeah, I picked up 64. I picked up 64 the other day. Yeah, I saw you buy it. kind of interesting. And freaking, uh, but yeah, we started out with uh, this these alien races and meeting, talking about this upcoming apocalypse type character called the uh, the Sinmir Utopica 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 yeah and then we we see that they bring in this group of heroes called well supposed heroes um, called the United Order which is we've got many races of aliens here we've got a a Thanagarian which is where Hawkman comes from but this gentleman's called Hawk Slayer. We've got a Tamaranian, which is Starfire's race of people. Right. Called Prince Zirip. We've got a a Dominator, known as Dominator QQ. We got a Daxamite called Daviniuk. And we've got a Gordanian called Bloodstar. And this this group of United the Heroes is here to stop this this war, they call him a war criminal, and they're trying to get to him before he gets to Earth, because he's, he's bound and determined to kill Superman, you know, like you do, 
and you know they they think they have this creature contained, but the creature escapes, and he's he's heading our way. You know we uh, then we all of a sudden next thing you know we're in funny enough Coast City, and we've got Black Canary and Green Arrow, and they're sitting up on a hill, and Oliver is just like you know he takes takes Dinah this this hill to just kind of look at the sunset. Because after all they've been through together and all the planets and everything, he just kind of wanted to to have a moment with her, which is you know, yeah, super super romantic, you know. But then we turn around and somebody's looking at him through a sight, ready to blast him, and we see this guy is looks to be quite a while away, sitting atop a gas station building by a chimney. And we don't know who this gentleman is. And then we turn around again, and we're back at the Hall of Justice. And Aquaman is trying to teach new Justice League recruit Naomi how to fight. Because she's just, she's dependent on her powers, and she doesn't know how to hold her own in a squall. So, you know, she doesn't really, you know, he's like, just punch me as hard as you can. And she's like, no, I'll, I'll hurt you. Don't you guys have, like, a punching bag? Don't you have a punching bag or oh, something? Oh, shit, man. Yeah, and Aquaman turns around and is like, you know, Queen Hippolyta. <laughs> you know, how do you guys train in the islands of the Amazon? And she just calmly responds, hand-to-hand blood sport. And he's like, what about Black Adam? You know, what do you guys do? And he, Adam, while sitting there holding, eating an apple, is just like, the Queen is right, child. It's the only way. And, you know, they go about it, and next thing you know, the, uh, Naomi's adopted parents are coming to the Hall of Justice to visit their daughter. Oh, bullshit. On her first week of being in the Hall of Justice as a member of the Justice League. And the Wonder Twins, of all people, are there to greet them. Talk about how they, uh, they know, you know, they're really good friends with Naomi, and... No, it's so nice to see you guys here. We'd love to love to take you to the back and meet everybody. And they walk in, and Naomi is losing her mind on Aquaman. And Aquaman is basically saying, I said time out, while <laughs> Queen Hippolyta and Hot Girl are holding back this crazed 14-year-old girl. Excellent. Apparently just let her anger get the best of her. And she's talking about how the first punch she ever threw was at a monster who killed her birth parents. And, you know, she didn't. And he's just like, you know, we all get put in those certain situations. And Queen Hippolyta just comes in and she's like, you might want to aim properly, though. Oh, interesting. And then next thing, the next thing you know, she turns around and there are her parents just watching this whole ordeal unfold. And, you know, Naomi's trying to explain herself that this was training and this is Aquaman, and oh, this is, this is Queen Hippolyta, and, and her mom is just starstruck at Queen Hippolyta, just try, talk, talk about how it's very nice to meet her, and nice to meet everybody, and Black Adam is just looking at her dad, and he's like, you know, he's trying to talk to him, he's like, you know, I, you know, I, I have a home, I have a really nice home, you know, but I must say, you two have, really, have done a flawless job of raising your daughter. <laughs> and then he, as he floats away, he's just like, most people are terrible at that. And, and they fail. 
Yeah, and freaking we turn around and he's just like, and the dad's just like, that was the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me in my entire life. And the mom is like, and that was from Black Adam. Jesus Christ, no shit, right? Like, I... Yeah, of all the people that pay you a compliment, freaking Black Adam. Speaking of Black Adam, did you see the uh, set photos with The Rock? I have not. Yeah, they, he only showed a shot from behind. Like, he's in the suit, and mm-hmm. uh, you can tell, like, the, the foreground that he's in front of that we're watching from behind is, like, fake rocks, and we see the camera, but we see the, the back of the suit. <laughs> no cape, just the rock. <laughs> Anyways, I, I digress. I apologize. Well, you're good. Yeah, and then uh, you know, everyone introduces themselves, and freaking hot girl comes up with you like a toy. Like, Do you guys need to use the bathroom? And the mom is like, "You have bathrooms?" <laughs> and freaking the dad is like, "I want to see what the ho- the toilet of the Hall of Justice looks like." Oh Jesus! And then freaking this robot comes in. He's like, oh, "Justice League, you know, I need a moment. You got you're getting a message." And we see the Hawk Slayer is trying to contact them, talking about Justice League of Earth. This is Hawk Slayer of the United Order. Awesome. You know, I hear you, you know, like we, I call with a terrible update and a dire warning, you know, and he's like, you know, they're like, oh, is this a threat? And, you know, he's like, oh, this terror known as the, uh, the Sinmar Utopica has escaped us, and he's headed your way to kill Superman and take over Earth. And Hawkeye's like, why do you think that? And Hawkeye's like, because he told us before we lost him. Read <laughs> my words, Justice League. This is a warning. He cannot be stopped. Because, of course, he cannot be stopped. Of course not. So, real quick, we go back to uh, Oliver and Black Canary. Green Arrow, Black Canary. And they're finishing up their romantic evening with the Peets. And we turn around, and and Green Arrow has known the whole time we're being followed. Black Canary is like, now. She's like, he's like, right now. She's like, you know I hate that. He's like, hunted, hunted is more accurate. And she's like, by what? She's like a human person with a sniper rifle pointed right at the bridge of my nose. Mm. And she's like, are we about to die? And he's like, God, I hope not. I think we're being watched because they've, they've had 10 clean shots at us since the beach. And, she, and Black Canary is like, he's been watching us since the beach. You've known about this since the beach? And all of this just like, pretty good, huh? He's like, if nothing else, you know, it's not, he, he's, you know, it's, he probably realizes that we're delightful to know in a crisis. Right. So we go back to the guy looking through this, the freaking lens at him again. And next thing you know, we see a boxing glove arrow shoot past him. And he's like, oh no. And then we hear, you know, Black Canary scream as he freaking dives behind a car. And next thing you know, he's trying to escape. And then he gets taser arrowed by Green Arrow himself. You know, and then we find out, you know, she's like, you know, Green Arrow's like, who are you working for? What do you want? And Black Canary's like, actually, I don't really care. Just tase him again. <laughs> and he's like, please don't. And he's in Black Arrow, Green yeah, all these colors. Green Arrow's like, who are you? And why are you following us? And the guy's just like, you've heard of me as the da- the Damon Rose. And she's in Black Canary's like, just in case we haven't, who are you? And he's just like, I'm here because of Checkmate. Uh, and Black Canary's like, the super, secret, the super secret super spies? Not you, him. 
Black Canary turns around and she's like, Oliver? And then, you know, and Ollie's got to explain himself yet again after such a romantic evening. And this is where the next one picks off. Checkmate? Checkmate? Really? Oliver Queen? You're a piece That's of shit. Man. One moment. We haven't gotten to the rest of the issue yet. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I'm so, sorry. This thing you know, we got, yep, cause we got Superman in the Hall of Justice Ooh. with the Justice League. Knocked down Drago. Like, how, how much time do we have left? And they say how much time we have. Aquaman's like, they didn't. Well, that sounds about right. Everybody on alert. Why need all the heavy hitters with me? Right. And they go outside, and we see what appears to be a star in the daylight. And within seconds, we've got an alien torpedoing towards Superman as the issue ends. Uh, picking up where that leaves off, man. It's just like, just she's just, checkmate. You knew? I was going to tell you. <laughs> they're, they're, it's it's just that seedy van parked in the middle of the in in the in the mist. I mean, it's it's basically the mystery machine, and uh, guy comes out of nowhere and like, who are you? And he's Lois Lane's brother. Aww. Yeah, and 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 Donnie Lane. And and I'm thinking like, okay, so are we doing a Nightwing thing here where we're just revealing like some uh, secret brothers that? No one's read about in a while. God damn it. Spoilers. Spoilers. Oh, spoilers. And he's still got the, he's got his second boxing glove arrow. Hey, I just want to talk. We got shit to talk about. Were you followed? Of course I wasn't followed. I followed you guys for miles. No one followed me. And boom, we get that, that classic, the, the, the beautiful van gets crushed by none other than Deathstroke. Raw. Like, just like, arms out, bow and arrow ready, and. Oh, checkmate. Oh, wait, that's your line. <laughs> and we get back to the to the knockdown dragger here. We got this crazy-ass alien here. Naomi is scrambling to figure things out. Bruce Wayne is doing everything he can to protect any and all of the, uh, of the civilians around here. Superman is falling. He is not winning. I mean, like, he's launching him into orbit, coming right back. We've got the uh, Wonder Twins powers activate, like... Like Bruce Wayne, like is just like Wonder Twins interns. We need we need power. Yes, sir. We're up, and the Wonder Twins activate form of Gorilla Grodd. Activate form of bucket of ocean water. <laughs> bucket of ocean water. That immediately gets thrown in uh, Aquaman's face, uh, so they can launch out and uh, take care of this alien menace. And there's no winning here. Um, one of the things I really love about all DC comic books is that, especially well, specifically in the last year and two year or two, I want to say, is that like when you, when we when we get into uh, Avengers, I, I'm not sure if I'm just jaded on Marvel comic books. Like, you turn the page of any Avengers book, they're fighting some alien menace. Like, hey, what's going on? Uh, I've got a communicate coming in here. Well, we're fighting this thing that just popped up that no one's gonna, we're going to defeat really quick and then get in a fight with the guy that wants to help us. Um, ah, that doesn't happen. Um, we've got a great fight here going. Naomi's struggling. Uh, John Constantine's taking a shit. <laughs> like, kind of right. yeah, he's taking a shit. Like, she, she's, she's uh, directing some, uh, the, the parents downstairs, and like, are you the butler? Or are you zipping his pants? Like, butler? <laughs> like, 
wait a minute, Detective Chimp, that's a thing? Yeah, yeah, you'll get used to it. Um, she's doing her best to, for this fight here. Um, great action. I love every little bit of this, man. We get zoom-ins on the, on uh, Batman's detective tech, zooming in into orbit as, as things are exploding. We got 17 seconds. Uh, we gotta we gotta get everyone here, and the the full call is going out. All members of Justice League, get your asses to Justice to to uh, the Hall of Justice. This place cannot fall. Uh, I want to say for the past three years, there's been three or four different instances where the Hall of Justice cannot fall. <laughs> uh, within Justice League, not including Justice League Dark. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's falling every time. Yeah, pretty much. And we realize that that is not Deathstroke. We've got a charlatan in our in our midst here. And we got Lois Lane's brother with a sniper rifle, and uh, everyone's laid out. To be continued. The action on this, man, I, I really wish that, like, I could read the comic books that I read decide when I want to read them, delete them from my brain, and then, like, get a notification on my phone, say, it is this time to read this. Friday nights are for action-packed, crazy-ass shit like this. And then and then we watch some fucking Shudder and watch Joe Bob Briggs and shit like that, you know, like, some good horror. This was some action awesomeness. Friday Night Thrill Zone. Oh, shit, man. Dude, we gotta write that down. The Friday Night Thrill Zone. That is the most campy shit I've ever heard in my life. We have to do that. That was the old uh, TNN block of TV that ECW and TNN was involved in. It was that in Roller Jam. Oh, man. I was more of a fan of the USA Up All Night with uh, Rhonda. She took over for Gilbert Gottfried uh, when they mm-hmm. do the, the campy-ass near NC-17 uh Movies. The movies, yeah. Yeah, and then Joe Bob Briggs took over. If you if you're not familiar with Joe Bob, he was the next one after, after Rhonda. Nice, he, nice. I can see that. And uh, the, remember that the Justice League dark story here. We've got a poor bastard, completely fucked up by Merlin. Nice. The way this story told, uh, another one of these where we've got Merlin traveling through time. Uh, it's one of those things where I, I feel like Marvel's a Johnny-come-lately when we're traveling through time, and because uh, uh, the Batman, the post-Batman R.I.P. story was uh, Batman, remember, fighting his way through time, pirates, caveman, mm-hmm. and then, like, a month later, Captain America coming back, fighting his way through time, and uh, I feel Marvel was a Johnny-come-lately on this one after Loki. This one's obviously, you can't plan this much art in writing before now. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 time traveling on this. We've got a what do they call it? A what is the name of this beast? Uh a Bawana beast? An Amhulus. <laughs> like close to phonetically close to Annihilus. I loved it. Ah. Loved it. Because the tennis showing up. Uh we got course Aquaman which I just love the fact that we just needed a bucket of salt water in his face to fly <laughs> nice yeah it happened man it was a lot of fun man like like I, I want to really put it in perspective for everyone that's been listening Dude, we get a really a lot of downloads man you guys mind fielders are, are great thank you for the 
increased numbers and um, everything you guys do to like just promote us and especially you wrestlers that are out there listening to us and but it th- these books aren't fodder like they're they're fun like you could pick any one of the books that we talked about tonight or one of the books we didn't talk about tonight that was on a DC spinner rack which does spinner racks even exist anymore I've seen one or two just pick one up you'll get cut up real goddamn fast and have some fucking fun if, if yeah. it turns into your reader copy if it's not meant who gives a shit it was your copy that's one thing that always pisses me off like when I went and uh, when Colin and I went and met uh, uh, Shooter like, Shooter McGavin uh, I wish I meant Shooter McGavin I would, I would have figured out a way to print out a, 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 a fake Wheaties little pieces of shit box for him to sign um, <laughs> nice. Um, wouldn't you want something like I brought him my reader copy of Secret Wars? Well, he was beat to shit. I read it a million times. Mm-hmm. I could have bought a mint copy of Secret Wars number one for him to sign. Nah, that was that one's mine. It means something. You got a spinner rack, gets fucked up, gives a shit. It's still yours. Yep. No one can take it from you. Don't let anyone don't give you the mint copy. No, you still have it. Just because the corners are dented and you might have spilled. In my case, uh, my cat. My cat. Uh, one thing I really miss about my cat. My cat kisses that died. Uh, was she was a weird about comic books. I would read Batman. She'd be in the corner sleeping. Mm-hmm. Never failed if I picked up a Superman comic book. She was on my chest purring. She had a thing about she Superman. Like Blue Boy Scout, huh? She had a thing about Superman. I, 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 I swear to fucking God, man, it didn't matter what comic version she gave a shit, but if I read a Superman comic book, she was on my chest. Just that's look, funny. Just looking at the cover, and that's that's what matters, that it's your copy. Don't let mm-hmm. him give you shit about that, but let's do some Nightwing and take this shit home, man. Sweet. You take, All right. you take point on this one, because I've got, like, 12 bullet points in this motherfucker. Alrighty. So, as, as we came to uh, learn last issue, freaking Dick Grayson's apparently got a sister freaking named Melinda Zuko, who is the daughter of the man that murdered his parents. Of course. So, we started out real quick trying to come to terms with that, and then he's like, I need my mask, and freaking... You know, she's like, what are you, are you worried about your secret identity getting blown now? And freaking, he finds out uh, that he uses it to talk with Oracle and call off the uh, the assault that's about to uh, barrel down upon all of them in their rescue mission because all of the Titans and Batman are coming to Dick's aid right now and he needs to tell them to stop. That way he can figure out this situation because apparently, you know, he just found out he's got a sister. Now, we know, and, we have two big subtleties going on here. Just found out I found a sister. You just casually said, and Batman. The look on Batman's face in the Batwing. He is ready to, to hit some red buttons on this motherfucker here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, th- this, is, this is not a casual, a, uh, someone's in payroll. No. Dick's in trouble. We're gonna fuck some shit up. Yeah, we're ready to like, and and then <laughs> and then he just calls it off. 
<laughs> but yeah, no, the whole thing. I mean, we got you know the daughter of the lady that ki- or the par- the guy that killed his parents, and we've got you know for all intents and purposes his freaking adopted dad barreling down with great vengeance and furious anger. Dude, look at look at his face, man. Like like he is like. He doesn't like he's Luke Skywalker using the fucking force. No no need for computers to to zoom in on shit. He is like barreling down. Uh, and and then the then the respect. I have never read a comic book where someone called off a strike and everyone said, "Okay. No questions mm-hmm. asked. No questions asked. We're leaving." Uh, usually you'll get, usually a, you'll get a, I'm suspicious. We're going to hold back and wait for you to give us the distress call. No, they fucking left. They went there guns blazing. And then he said, nah. And they're like, all right, your privacy is your privacy. We're out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, you know, he's trying to figure out what's going on. And she's like, you know, he's like, we should talk. And she's like, let's go upstairs. There's someone I want you to meet. And freaking... First off, let's get you changed. That way you don't have to explain your secret identity anymore. And they, they go upstairs. And Melinda freaking introduces Dick Grayson, now in some pajamas, to her mother. And she's just like, you know, it's like looking back in time. You look so much like John. And freaking, like, they, they sit down. And her name is Mele Lin. And she just sits down to try to explain the story of how she came to be. You know, it turns out she was 23 years old, and Tony Zucco basically paid for her. You know, flew her, he flew her into the United States, and. But before we before we get too far on that one, um, he's wearing the the samurai jammies on this one. He's got the he's he's got the chanclas on. Um, the way she touches, there's there's so much emotion in, in this in this page where we where we see Nightwing leaping in the dark, part five. The way he's standing, his his pose is he's a tall man, he's a big he's a big motherfucker. He's got his head slightly bowed. The way she touches his face and the way he reacts to it, like before he even knows the story, the touch that she gave him was so caring that like look at the smile on his face. It's like when when you first meet a cat and give it that like the ear and the 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 side side of the mouth touch, like in the way that daughter tucks the chair in for the mother. This page is, man, like I was overwhelmed by this page. There is nothing but respect in this page. He did not say no. He's coming up to this woman that may or may, not, may or may not have been a uh, secret tryst his father had had, but he still shows up respectively. Look at look look how she smiles at him. It touches her face, and and then daughter hair and face just slightly to the side, and then tucking the chair in, and and he he takes look how he takes the step back in respect. The, the, like there is. The, the air of respect that every little panel here is personifying is absolutely wonderful. Like, you could, it, we could remove all the dialogue and you could piece together what's happening here. 
your storyline, Armchair Booking, might not be what the storyline's going, but you would all arrive to the conclusion that this is all respect. Sorry, I had to, had to go off on a nut on that one. Alright. Let me see. So, like I said, he, uh, he basically bought himself a bride, takes her to a Haley Circus, and she sees an opportunity and she takes off. You know, she ends up running, he goes looking for her, and freaking good old John Grayson comes out of the, uh, out of his trailer looking, you know, sorry sir, can I help you with anything? And, you know, he's like, I'm looking for my wife, you know, I don't know what you're talking about, you know. He pulls a gun on him quick as that, you know, hey, are you, uh, you're lying to me, kid, where is she? And then Mary, who is just a, his partner at this time. So green. You know, goes in there talking, you know, this guy isn't going to hurt anybody. And before they know it, he goes to shoot the gun, but is cut off by John. And both the Flying Graysons end up leaving him on the, you know, leaving him on the ground, basically. Can you imagine, I mean, like, this, this four panel. We, we've got a, a unique style panel on this page here. We've got two smaller at the top and long rec, uh, vertical rectangles here. Like, the action in this is so much greater than I always bring it back to the Inoculus Hulk fighting, you don't know where to look. But this one perfectly direct, like, like knowing how to fight, to, to pick up a guy's hand with a gun to make sure it goes in the ground and clock him with a right hook. And when and she's running up on the on the side of the trailer, fucking Trinity Matrix style, John down, like like it made me think of a uh, of um, Snatch, like pick up your socks, and and just that perfect double uppercut legs, and we just get a a thud, just like that would have broken anyone else's jaw. She she calculated that. That was gorgeous, and he catches her. In the next page, like picked up his socks and catches her and left hook. She takes the gun and he's ready with the right. That is fucking fight poetry. I I, I was astounded by this one, man. I, I I flipped the page three or four times just looking at this, man. Like it really got me on the jazz. Like, and 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 not talking heads, not talking heads. And we got little fucking like. Bush League fucking crookster here uh, still struggling for his gun and it doesn't matter. Ah, we got it. And then we get, that's enough of that. And then we get the interference. Come on, give me some jazz on this one. Alright, so we got the strong man stopping him and then Mr. Haley himself comes around and he's like, you know, hey, you guys see her? Nope. No, and he's just like, just like that, you know. That's it. They, they didn't see it. It is for it is what it is. Circus is closing for the night, sir. You know what do you need? You know. She like she you know she ran away. You know they didn't see nothing. They didn't see nothing. So I mean then he's like that's it. And that's probably the end of it. You know I'm gonna have to ask you to leave, sir. And freaking John is like hey before you go let me uh, get you a parting gift. <laughs> and he hands hands him a big old oversized stuffed teddy bear. And he's like, please accept this oversized fluffy teddy bear and all the condescension that goes along with it. Yeah, motherfucker piece of shit. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> and, you know, Zucko storms off with the teddy bear. 
And freaking Mr. Haley looks at him. She's in the trailer, isn't she? And John's like, of course she is. See, <laughs> and Mr. Haley's just like, good man, look after her. This made me think of you and Colin. You've seen people be shitting to me backstage. Uh, I remember I was thinking about I was I was listening to some pretty violent music on the way home from work today, and I was thinking about you and Colin, and um, I always have these like flashes of like what I would do if someone's being shitty to me. I'm always ready for it. And I was thinking about this this exact scene that if you saw me actually getting a shit with someone and then just be calm about it. You would, I, I guarantee, I, I totally saw this in my head, like, yeah, she's in your trailer. Yeah, she's totally, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Appreciate, nope. appreciate sticking your neck out, because they all knew. The strong men knew. Mm-hmm. Ringmaster. Yeah, they all, they all knew what was happening on. They know when to find, when they can, you know, have somebody that's probably kind of like them in a lot of ways, you figure. Exactly. He, uh, Dick's dad could have shoved the gun up this guy's ass. He could have if he wanted to. He could have broken his legs. He could have, uh, but he chose he chose the subtle path. And the the other thing that really confounded me is that he storms off still with the bear in his hand. If someone had humiliated you like that, wouldn't you have just dropped it? Yeah, I mean, unless you like right in that moment you had an idea, but but we get a good story going on here. Yeah, so you know, he saves freaking. Melinda's mom, you know, and they talk about how, you know, kind of a little flashback to, like, you know, she ran away and joined the circus, you know, happiest time of her life. You know, they were talking about how John and Mary were both really kind to her. You know, they saved her and protected her. You know, showed her what life should have been like. And, you know, and then she she stops and she's like, hey, just so you know, your parents weren't together at the time, you know, it's... It's not like I was like a third wheel or anything like that. Or, it just, or the Jezebel. Yeah. You know, it is, you know, your dad had so much respect for your mom and held her on a pedestal, so that's why they weren't together. And I guess he never realized that she put him on put him on one as well. You know, and they both saw these, you know, these pedestals together. And, you know, they were, you know, Melinda's mom and John Grayson were together for a little while. It just it didn't last long. Apparently, it's just like not long enough, you know. And then one day, they uh, Tony Zucco's goons found her, and they kidnapped her. And they uh, Zucco made made him you know made sure to leave the bear there. That way, John knew what had happened. You know, and John walks in, sees just the bear there, and he's like, what the... And freaking next thing you know, Zucko's freaking cold-cocked in him with the freaking gun. Just giving him a pistol-whipping him, basically. You know, before he can do anything else, he ends up crunching, you know, crushing his hand. And turns out, after they'd kidnapped him, after they kidnapped her, uh, she was pregnant with John's baby. And freaking Tony, you know, they they talk about how Tony always knew, but he never he never brought it up. Right. You know, and they, uh, Mailing and Melinda went to the went to the circus to tell him. And turns out by this point, John and Mary were already together, and they had Dick. So they were already a happy family. 
And, you know, there's this whole thing about, you know, them teaching Dick to be a flying Grayson. And them all falling together. And they, they see that. Melinda and her mom see it. And they, instead of telling John the truth that they had a child together, they just left. And they never... They never told John. They never told John. They never told Mary that you know her and John had a kid together. She always planned to come back, you know, and tell him someday. But before she could find the courage, they'd been killed by Tony Zucco. But the the flying Graysons getting to see the. I'm scared. I'm scared. Oh, specifically, I'm scared, Dad. That like like of all the points we've made tonight of the re- relation to I need a job can't find one um, I'm getting defeated we're getting overwhelmed I'm scared dad like like that one really hit me on that one I, I remember telling my dad the first time I was scared and he told me to just be brave and what to do and the the might in his voice, the might in his muscles. My dad's a big guy, man. He's taller than me. Oh, okay. And uh, my dad has... I remember when I was told him I was scared to swim. Um, God, uh, we were in Tucson. I, I had to have been three years old. Was, uh, I'm really ridiculous with memories. Um, we were visiting my uh, my Nina in, uh, in Tucson. And they were living in an apartment... Yeah, it was 85, actually. No, no, it wasn't 85, because we hadn't moved to England yet. No, it was, 80, it was uh, say, 84, 83. No, okay. Um, they had this, this pool. We were late night swimming. They were having some uh, Bud Weisskies, and uh, I was scared in the water. And my dad's like, you scared? Well, uh, I'll help you get in the water. And he did a one and a two, and he threw me ten feet in the air. Crash in the water. No fear. Even though it was scary, I got through ten feet in the air, my dad wasn't going to make me land someplace hard. Yeah. Landed in the water, just bash! I did it! I did it. And, And that's what we got Dick here. I mean, like, he's, he's, like, like uh, this is a, a hard feat to accomplish, by the way. Uh, if you're looking at this particular page, when they're talking about it, l- let go. Uh, the the extended hand, where the hand is as, almost as big as the head to get that point of perspective. That's mm-hmm. a son of a bitch. And drawing a hand. Hands are the worst thing to draw. Uh, like, the little pain in the ass to draw. And then, gotcha. boom. <laughs> Caught by mama. Just like you should. Just like good mamas always do. And uh, mm-hmm. and then we get uh, a respectful ending here. Or a mini ending here. You look so happy. After everything you've done for me, they didn't deserve. I left. She could have showed up and said, this is your daughter. It wasn't a, I don't want to ruin your family. It was like, I'm just not ruining... I'm. I'm it wasn't, I'm going to ruin anything. I'm just going to take a step back. I, I've felt and seen that sort of perspective before. Mm-hmm. She just took a step back. 
and then and then we get to uh oh god like how would you even call this a mini revelation or a uh uh foreshadowing or foreshadowing of something to happen as all the the flying graysons fall together yeah and then the next page jesus christ dead I mean, nope. they, they, they didn't even bother to show because we didn't need it. The Bruce, Bruce was in the audience then. I remember. Yeah. And yeah, uh, no, I mean that's, that's the thing is Batman. This isn't this isn't Batman's book. You don't you don't need him for that. Not not for what they're trying to get across. You know, it's you know we got young Dick Grayson in the middle just bawling his eyes out with his parents dead around him. Thank you for saying that. It's a, it's a powerful picture. Thank you for saying that because it's not a Batman book, but you got to have Batman every now and then. I feel like, I feel like the way that Nightwing is going right now is that it is a, a different type of food. When you're used to, um, I'm not sure what f- food you were used to. I'm used to poor food: beans, potatoes, fried sausage, uh, fried bologna, that sort of thing. Um, okay, but. Every now and then, someone gives you, like, the... I remember being a kid, and, like, you're supposed to eat salsa. You're Mexican, so you just, you know, dip the, the tip of a chip. I still ate it! Uh, this is the absolute opposite. This, this is absolutely a chunk of it, and you're, you're getting the burn. You're getting the adult burn. Mm-hmm. And we get the... We get... God, this... This is, this is a terrible panel. I mean, it's gorgeous. The artwork is gorgeous, but, like, we go from getting caught we all fall together to like we're all dead except you and you, now you have survivor's guilt and now you have a sister and a stepmom that's not really a stepmom that obviously respectful to you and uh, knows your identity <laughs> yep and but we got the the little added spices like uh, we gotta ease into like um, Hell's Kitchen is already established in Daredevil it's a place. Mm-hmm. It's a place. Just stay the fuck out of Hell's Kitchen, because otherwise you're going to get involved in some Daredevil and Punisher shit. In hand. Uh, but Bloodhaven, or would you say, because like, they do the little Bloodhaven. dots. Uh, Bloodhaven. Uh, they do the little dots every now and then. Um, we're establishing a whole new universe. Because remember in the last Batman book, the detective, he's on the case, and he's going to save uh, Bruce. Mm-hmm. We're getting the opposite here. And then we get the. I know it was wonderful, wonderful to meet you, Miss Lynn. The respect. And then of course, knock on the door. Oh shit! It's blockbuster. Hmm. <laughs> oh, of course it is. Well, the thing too is like as before we're doing that, back it up a little bit, you know. Please, as, please, as please, they're please. leaving, as they're leaving, you know, we see that uh. You know, Dick talks to Melinda. It's like she doesn't know the truth about you, does she? She doesn't know what you're really, what you really are. And then Melinda's like, "You don't know what I really am." You know, and we don't, you know, and you know, we don't know what we we still, you know, we know she's in the pocket. We know the blockbuster, but we don't know exactly what her actual intentions are. Ah, uh, this is yeah. Thank you for picking up on that, man. Thank you. Once again, minefields prevails. That yeah. is the meat and potatoes here. 
you don't know who I am. This is all focused on Dick in just that one fucking sentence. You don't know who I am, but you and I have seen all the behind the scenes where she's meeting up a blockbuster, totally okay with assassinations. You don't know who I am. And the way she, she didn't whisper it. I mean, they didn't, they didn't make it real small like it was like a secret. We don't no. know who she is. And now here's our next meat and the potatoes here. Uh, like, I want to know, okay, like, I don't think, like, because the story's gotten so intricate and it's gotten so absolutely its own universe and no verb, no small syllable wasted, that we're going to get some kick-ass shit out of this. You oh, don't, yeah. You don't know who I am? She didn't scream it at him. She could have screamed at him. A, a lesser writer would have had her throw him against the wall. You meant my mother. Yeah. I know who you are. I can expose you. But she said it in a in a regular sentence. You don't know who I am. And now yeah. we have the meat potatoes. Well, we don't know because we've only seen the bad. And yeah. and now we've had the reverse of an opposite of a swerve of like we're brother and sister. Yeah. And the thing too is you know Blockbuster's here. Blockbuster's not here with his goons. He's here with the cops. He's here with the cops. You know, and that's that could be the thing. You know, freaking you know if you're in a position of power. But you're maybe you're not the big you know you're not the big Kahuna, you know you gotta know how to talk to the the the, the Kahuna, you know if you if you you know if you you can't come in there guns blazing being like no we're doing it my way, no you know you you gotta you gotta make it you gotta make it work Lynch. you gotta make you gotta, you gotta make a situation work in your favor, you know so there could be she could totally be on the up and want to do the best thing for for Bloodhaven as its mayor. Or she could turn around and freaking feed Dick to Blockbuster next freaking issue. We don't know. A hundred percent. I think this is going to be an escape. The the first couple pages is going to be an escape. Like, punch me in the face. Like, make it look good. Yeah. Make it look good. Mom, I guarantee you moms are listening upstairs knows to, like, ruffle up some curtains and make it look good. Yeah, because they they, they, they they know blockbusters coming. Yeah, well the thing too is like, you know, we don't know like Melinda. This Melinda Zucko character has only been around two, three issues. Like we don't know, as there plans for her to be a long-standing character, does she die in two more issues? We don't know. Like the I whole thing, the whole thing with her is we didn't know she existed. Same as Dick didn't know she existed until a couple issues ago. She's the and now that we're here. What are we gonna do with it? Agreed. She's the she's not the opposite of Electra. She's a complete antithesis of Electra. Electra Electra was Matt Murdock within Hell's Kitchen, you know, love interest. This is mm-hmm. not a love this is the sister. This is the sister. And now you're learning all these extra things. Like what has her mother taught her? Being a a, a sex slave traded into you know, being a fucking mail order wife. What, yeah. What extra layers of God? This isn't. This isn't going to Subway and getting the Parmesan cheese garlic shit, man. This is going to fucking uh, getting your deli cut meat. Going to your bakery. This is this is uh, this is the sauce you know that you mix with this and that. There's this is not meat and potatoes. This is. This is 
thinking further in front of your, five fucking minutes in front of your fucking face. And God, I can't wait for this, man. Like, and it's DC, and I know we were DC heavy on this one. Sorry, guys, there were some other good comics this week, like Haha, ha, uh, Conan, um, Barbarella was alright. We've got uh, Scream from uh, Extreme Cornage. We could have gotten into Teen Adventures or G.I. Joe, which is kind of alright, or X Corp. But these are the stories that matter, and if you can take what we're talking about and not not what we're talking about, the scaffolding. We were surprised by everything this week. Everything made us feel good. I, I, I felt so justified putting the bag, the, the comic into the bag with a little piece of tape. I might not ever touch it again, but I have a relic of something really good. And we've got some good work to do this week. You and I have been awake since probably 6.30 a.m. each. No, <laughs> five. Ah. God damn. Nah, it is what it is. It is what it is, man. But this is Mongfields. We appreciate all you Mongfielders out there. Uh, we appreciate everyone that's supporting everyone here in Colorado. We're going to be at uh, Squared Circle Pro in Lubbock this fucking fr- Saturday. 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 I'm going to get those goddamn wizards, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get my Tia Carrera. There we go. We go hit those freaking... Go hit some freaking comic shops. Freaking go hit up. Uh, go hit up some of the Lubbock comic shops. Continue the hunt. Continue the hunt. Uh, Figure we've out got... freaking. We gotta get. I gotta find. Uh, I gotta find Lobo the uh, Lobo the Duck, the one amalgam I'm looking for. There is another comic book I insist you have, which is a Adventures of Superman comic book that is post Death of Superman. That is all uh, lenticular. Uh, it's like it comes with those stick and peels. Okay. I'm gonna find that one. Uh, that is uh, my number one on that one. Uh, I gotta find that. I gotta find the original run of X Factor issues, fifteen and twenty-four are the first two. The only two left I need. Um, if I can find some freaking, if I can find some amazing, if I'm going hardcore, Vengeance of Bane number one and Vengeance of Bane number two. And freaking Wolverine '85, um, the phalanx, freaking phalanx, phalanx, with the, the phalanx, phalanx cover with the, with, with, the the foil, with the foil, with the foil on it, with the foil, with the foil. I'm looking for a maximum corners number one. Um, I'm not gonna pay ninety five fucking dollars at at uh, Big Apple. No fucking way. I, I can get it for thirty five off of uh, eBay right now. But what I'm really concerned about is the wizard. Uh, the Wizard magazine because there's so much knowledge poured into the, into those books and uh, all the little extra bells and whistles and uh, I'm gonna get my uh, t- do not let me leave Big Apple without that T-Hurt cover I was like you were like you fucked you're up you're gonna regret it you you're gonna regret up. it you fucked up you yeah okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna find that one and um god there's um the the she full set is at escape velocity i'm missing four of them i can spend 60 and buy all of them in one set but i'm missing four in my original i've been collecting them since the 90s um i still gotta i I gotta rescue those comics oh by the way um 
uh, I was mentioning to Colin about this as we as we wind down, is that uh, I like to rescue comic books. Um, I what already, do you mean by that? I already have them, but I still have to give them a good home. Like in in, in a sense, I am the uh, surrogate daddy. The uh, call it the uh, I I run a. Orphans Den of uh, comic books. If these comics that I might have are gonna find a good home, so you have a whole bunch of comic books as mail order brides. Got you. Kind of. Well, he mentioned that the German language has a lot of uh, many different words for very specific emotions. And, okay. and uh, like, uh, schadenfreude, when you are happy for an enemy of yours having misfortune. Like, it's a very specific term. Um, yes. It, it's all about emotional maturity. So, I have a, a good buddy uh, I met over at um, WrestleMania in New Orleans. Okay. Mr. Sven, and I asked him, uh, is there a word for this emotion? And uh, he didn't understand me. He said, hey, bro, sorry, I, I don't know any German comics, but I can ask friendly. No, 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 not German comics. I'm asking about a German word closest to the description I gave you. I buy comic books I already have, classic ones, ones that have deep meaning. I see them and I buy them to give them a good home, and if I find somebody that will cherish them, I'll give them away to a new home. And he texted back to me. I'm, I'm going to butcher this. Wurschlossjung. W E. I'm going to just phonetically. Whiskey, Echo, Romeo, Tango, Sierra, Charlie, Hotel, Alpha, Tango, Zulu, Uniform, November, uh, George. Wurschlossjung. It means you're honoring the value, not only the price, but the meaning of these things. You can be wurschlagend to people as well. So there is a phonetic trend, uh, like where you got like, you know, plural, um, formal, but wurschlagend, basic meaning what I meant. We're slash zen. Basic meaning what I meant, but applied to people. Hell yeah. Sven yes. for the win. Viva with Sven. Ah, Sven was great, man. We got so fucking hammered with him. We like we got so hammered with him, we turned on the Bluetooth speaker and started, like, it was like four in the morning in this uh, New Orleans uh, hostel we're at, uh, reenacting all the intros of all our favorite WWE wrestlers. Nice. Complete with uh, beer smashing and uh, uh, choke slamming. Yeah. As you do. Ah, dude, and I can take a beating. Nice. It was. It was. Uh, Sven's a great guy, man. But that's how you do minefields. You dissect things and figure things out. And I really, man, I, I kind of feel guilty sometimes when we get too into like how to dissect a story and create a story like uh, I'm worried we're gonna create our own enemy 
that's <laughs> gonna figure yeah. it. It's gonna figure it out. And... Yeah, we we could use a good nemesis. Nemesis. Nemesai. Nemesai. Doctor Nemesis. Doctor Nemesis. By the way, he PA was. He was really kick ass, and uh, he's been really kick. Doctor Nemesis. Eh, I don't care for him so much. Oh, dude, he's hooking up a dazzler, man. Don't fuck with me on that one. He's got hair. I could die for. <laughs> and he's hooking up a dazzler. You could, you could die that no problem. Except for the mushrooms in the back. I figured out who I can do oh God. once I leave, once I lose more weight. Who I can do cosplay as? Dakin. I already have the hair. <laughs> you gotta get shredded, though. I do gotta get shredded. That won't be a I'm problem. Like shredded, shredded. No, that won't be a problem. I just gotta switch from whiskey to weed. No problem. <sighs> That'll do it. <laughs> What you never you you never you never been to the gym hungover or high or still no but not a big smoker so I've definitely I've definitely worked out draw uh, freaking hungover but yeah that that sweat is something else isn't it yeah <laughs> everybody knows everybody knows they just smell the freaking alcohol yeah yeah definitely we got, been there we got shit done like we got done tonight man I really hope our minefielders tonight can take. Anything they can. Write a children's story. Write a uh, dream story. Start a, a dream journal. Fuck it. Write a romantic novel. Even a, whatever. A, I would read the shit out of a romantic novel that someone listened to us how to write a story. What, you never read Twilight? Oh, goddammit, not have a story. No. No, I have never read Twilight. I, I have all of them. I'm sure you do, and they're probably autographed. No, because she was like a really big like. Uh... God damn it! This is a great. This is a great gimmick. I'm gonna keep it. Let me keep going this. I know. Not helping your case. Not helping the case. But man, it, it's always a pleasure walking the Mindhosey man. We had we both have been awake for more than. 15 hours today. I had to mute yeah, it. Way more. <laughs> I had to mute it a million times when I was yawning because my, like, my jaw is tired from yawning. It's just this limit pushing all day. By the way, I have um, some stencils for you. So if you got if anything you want to spray paint a Minefields logo on. I'll have to figure that one out. I'm going to put much thought into it. Perhaps an attache case. An attache case. Perhaps. You have. You're not that classy, dude. Don't fuck with me. I'm classy as fuck. I own a fedora. Yeah, you've got a fedora. I got a fedora too. I also have a uh, new era with the sticker fitted Thundercats motherfucking threaded wool hat. Mm-hmm. You got that shit. I don't know. They made that shit. Yeah, cost me eighty bucks, every penny. Oh, wow. I had to buy a shitty new era hat because my ex girlfriend. I left it in the back seat of my car. And my ex girlfriend put her kid in the back seat, and she took the sticker off. So I had to buy a shitty new era hat just to get the sticker to put it back to cover up the sunspot on it. 
That's dedication. It's a Thundercat hat, man. It's gorgeous. Nice. Gotta do what you gotta do. Well, we get left, man. We the gas out of the tank. Thing, I think we're done, man. I think we're, we're good. We're, we're not. Getting, we're not rolling. Oh, yeah. I got. I got to get. I got to get Wolverine Origins ten and eleven. That's the other ones I got to get for the home. I have ten for you. Sweet. You gotta help me find it in my fucking storage bin. I got like four or five of them. Oh, nice. Well done. Maybe hit that freaking, depending on how we freaking head out on Saturday. Oh, we're not, I'm not getting up that early on my kind of storage bin. Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> Alright, well, I got... You ain't, you ain't got to drive anyway. I ain't got to drive. Nope. This means I can bring the next weed ski. No, I'm just kidding. Can't can't do that shit, man. We're gonna show up kicking ass. Uh, we got Miss Lil that is setting us up with some minefield swag that she printed exclusively just for us. Indeed. We can't talk about it yet because y'all are enemies at the moment. No, no, you're talking about. I'm I'm everybody's friend. I love everybody. Yeah, you're everyone's daddy. Yeah. Fucking franchise setting up, motherfucker. Yeah, that's what they say. That's what they say. Send us off, man. Alrighty, this has been minefields. This is dangerous. This transmission is over. over.